You're listening to Think Big, episode 32. Hello, big thinkers, and welcome to episode 32 of Think Big, English for Architects. I'm your host, Tara Cull, Australian language teacher, coach, and landscape architect, and I'm bringing all these things together to help you build more outstanding communication skills. If English is your second language and you're an architect, a landscape architect, interior designer, a student, or you work in the built environment, then you're in the right place. To find out more about my coaching programs, go to archieenglish.com coaching. And as always, you'll find the free transcript with key vocabulary, grammar points, and expressions at archieenglish.com podcast. So let's get into the topic today for this episode which is prefabricated housing versus bespoke housing. This is a hot topic in the architectural world right now because we urgently need to find a solution to the global housing crisis that is fast, affordable, and doesn't create yet more carbon emissions or contribute to climate change. That's very hard to do. In today's episode, I'm going to explain in detail what prefab housing is, how it compares to bespoke housing, and share a few of the advantages it can offer. I'll also be sharing the expressions, grammar, and vocabulary you need to understand this topic in greater detail, so make sure you check out the transcript. You may also notice that with Season 2 of Think Big English for Architects, with some of these episodes, I'm creating animated videos. To find those, you'll find them on the website page for each episode, and you will also find them on YouTube. So let's get into today's episode. If you didn't already know, the world's population is growing at an astonishing rate. According to the UN, it's expected to increase from 7.7 billion to 9.7 billion by 2050, and could peak at nearly 11 billion by 2100. Just think about those numbers and what they actually mean. This is a 2 billion increase within the next 30 years, or to put it into numbers, a 2 with 9 zeros after it. When you consider the fact that we're already experiencing a global housing crisis alongside our climate crisis, you can imagine that the future is going to be extremely challenging for us all. We have climate change following us around, war, poverty, and so many challenges with living. Where will we find the additional housing needed for all these people? And how can we ensure that we don't accelerate the rate of climate change whilst doing so? It is possible to find an innovative, sustainable solution that integrates all the fabulous design tools we have at our fingertips these days without it driving up the cost of housing. Prefabricated housing could be the answer. So in this episode of the podcast, we're going to look at the differences between prefabricated housing and bespoke housing, what advantages prefabricated housing offers and whether it could be the solution to the housing crisis and what we're looking for. In this episode, the grammar we're going to talk about is the grammar of compare and contrast language, which I have done in season one before as well. You're going to be listening out for language like 
contrast language like although, in contrast, unless, different from. And other examples like however, instead of, less than, more than, as opposed to, but not, on the contrary, on the other hand, and while. And you'll see all these examples in the episode show notes. And you'll also see examples of compare, such as alike, compared with, either or, resemble, as well as, similar, or similar to, simile, and likewise. You will find all the vocabulary for today's episode, as well as vocabulary for bespoke and prefabricated housing, in the extended show notes. First of all, let's take a look at what bespoke housing is. Now, when you hear the word bespoke, you're probably thinking of something fancy or complex, but the term simply refers to a traditional style home that is designed by an architect or a designer using your ideas and then supported and built by an expert team. When someone chooses a bespoke home, they can design it unique to their exact specifications and aren't necessarily limited to an existing structure. However, this means that they can often cost more money per square meter. On the other hand, prefabricated housing is a home that is made in a factory, then transported to the site and assembled on the homeowner's property. This is in contrast to traditional types of construction that are carried out on the building site itself. Also known as prefab houses, these can come in various styles to suit the needs of the homeowner and how much assembly they're willing to do. This includes modular homes, manufactured homes, and kit homes. Modular homes are made in a factory and then fixed to permanent foundations. The floor plan can be customized according to the needs of the homeowner and often several other features of the home too. Manufactured homes are built in complete sections before being taken to the site, also known as mobile homes. You'll almost certainly have seen them in caravan parks or even been used as mobile offices on construction sites and similar. Kit homes, however, are made from pre-cut pieces and can be assembled by the homeowners themselves and are a creative housing solution. They also come in a range of sizes and designs and the pricing can be very affordable too. What about the history of prefab housing and advantages? Well, these types of prefab housing are nothing new. They were used widely across the world after World War II to meet the needs of the housing crisis, and although they were criticised at the time, they were in fact highly successful. As well as offering high-quality housing to vulnerable groups quickly, they were also an affordable solution that made a real difference to people's lives. Since then, technological innovation has meant that prefabricated houses are enjoying a resurgence in the global construction market. In fact, in Sweden, 90% of residential single-family homes are currently being built in prefab timber, such as glue lamb and cross lamb. Similarly, the UK produced an amazing 148,700 prefabricated homes in 2021 alone, with the number looking set to rise as popularity continues to grow. 
Part of the reason for this is the fact that prefab houses are far from the standardised and repetitive buildings that they once were. New digital tools mean that it's easier to customise home designs and adapt them to various changing needs of the global population. And there are even websites that can send these materials directly to the construction site, making the process easy and efficient. Once delivered, they can be built more quickly and more cheaply than traditional construction. Compared with bespoke housing, they are also safer, more regulated, and more reliable because human error isn't a factor, as it can be with other construction methods. They're also much better for the environment as they reduce waste and greenhouse emissions, and can be built to be a more sustainable, energy efficient, and affordable solution for the homeowner. The use of high-performance recycled and eco-friendly materials for internal walls, insulation and roofs means that these homes can halve carbon emissions and slash greenhouse emissions by 53%. Because prefab housing mostly uses sustainable sources of energy, like solar panels alongside low-energy solutions, such as LED lighting and natural gas, they're much more energy-efficient by default. This is different from traditional construction, which currently accounts for around 40% of all energy usage and emits the greatest amount of greenhouse gases. While prefab housing does still have some kind of impact on the environment, it remains much lower than we see with traditional construction. And this is especially true if we use sustainable and affordable materials during the build and integrate greener technologies, such as the production of eco-friendly energy as mentioned above. For these reasons, and for the fact that it's harder to find construction workers who are trained or available to build a bespoke home, many believe that prefabricated housing will replace traditional construction. What do you think? It's predicted that they will become the rule and not the exception, according to Samuel Gonçalves, owner of the award-winning Summary Studios in Portugal. Likewise, author Sherry Coons claims in her new book, Prefabulous Small Houses, that prefab building is indeed the most efficient, sustainable, and happiest way to build our homes. Considering these factors, prefab housing could indeed be where the future of construction lies. Before we round up this episode, I'd like to take a few moments to share some exciting prefabricated housing projects from around the world. The first is from Cosmic Studios, based in San Francisco, or San Fran for short. They use a standardized building template that is centered around a modular, all-electric building chassis. Built like a product, these can be combined in a wide variety of ways to meet the unique requirements of the homeowner, and perhaps even more excitingly, can generate more energy than is used. Their cost is to achieve efficiency sustainability and cost-effectiveness, and I'm sure you'll agree they certainly managed to achieve it. Modscape in Australia is another exciting company that makes prefab houses for residential, health, education, retail and sports sectors, to name just a few. Leaders in the Australian market, they focus on efficiency and sustainability alongside better design and building to offer higher quality modular construction to all. In the UK, we have Facet Homes, which uses digitally manufactured architecture 
to create innovative, high-performance, low-energy homes that are designed for sustainable living. They also offer a complete end-to-end service to ensure that they can provide the ideal turnkey solution that can encourage more homeowners to invest in these eco-friendly homes and therefore reduce our carbon footprints. For me, one of the most exciting examples is happening right now in Ukraine. With 100 million displaced from their homes because of the conflict, there is an urgent need to find high-quality, fast and low-cost housing solutions that require just a minimal workforce. Enter a company called Speedstack. They create prefabricated modular building block systems that can be used alone or even slotted into existing buildings to replace damaged sections. They also create between 20 to 40% less carbon emissions and are a fantastic sustainable solution that can make a huge difference to the citizens of this war-torn country. Given all the above, it's clear why prefabricated housing could be the future of modern architecture and construction. What do you think? It's an innovative, customizable, sustainable and low-cost way that we can create new homes and buildings across the world and meet the current housing crisis without further destroying the planet. Using lightweight materials and digital technologies, we can make quality housing more accessible for all, even in difficult urban environments. And before I finish today, I want to briefly discuss some of the language for comparing and contrasting and why it's so important. How often do you need to convince a client why one option to do something is better than the other? Perhaps you've done all your research into some alternative options for materials that will cost more in the outset, but save the client money in the long run. Or perhaps it just makes better practical sense. Then we need to use the power of convincing language. Think back to this episode. I've used some examples of compare and contrast language to try and convince you all of the reasons why prefabricated housing might be the better option. Of course, it might not always be the most appropriate solution, but your job is to convince the client because of your strong or firm belief. Beginning your sentences with while, although, and even though shows that you're the expert and you've done your research. Using language such as compared to or compared with, alike or resemble, helps the client to picture exactly what you're talking about if they compare something to something else. Well, that is all from me this week. Everything you need to know to start learning more about prefab housing and why it could be the sustainable and innovative solution to the housing crisis that we desperately need. This is just one of the many conversations I have with clients to help them build fluency and confidence to share their opinions and ideas, which is so important in this profession. As always, I've included a lot of information here because this is a key topic within the architectural world. But don't worry if you missed anything, just go ahead and download the show notes, the transcript, watch the video, learn or review the key vocabulary and grammar, and you can take your English skills to the next level whilst understanding the advantages of prefab housing or even better. So that brings us to the end. As always, thanks for listening to Think Big English for Architects. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe for more English tips for architects and share this with someone else who might find it useful. Remember, you'll find the free podcast transcript at archieenglish.com 
slash podcast. Until next time. 